Kinney Corner and Gaydal Chess, Firkin Fulcher, we've got a out got a Orison Octron, and because Alcohore Quirinche and Tintas Ahasarum Hainag, some of Van Kayla Fulcher, where I've yet some locked Kaurokatoic operas and winter hair, and as Alcohore communicates some a will glucose evad Omalia again. May I just say, Sabine, and I are so delighted to welcome all you here to Orson Throne, and as I have just said in Irish, particularly to welcome those who have been of such great assistance to our fellow Irish, wherever they may be, and often to those who are extraordinarily vulnerable in particular circumstances. I want to thank you for the great commitment that you make to Ireland, and also, as well, I think, to what Ireland means, what Ireland has been, its history, uh, what Ireland strives to be in the contemporary world. And I, I just say thank you in, for all that you do in your very, very different ways. Uh, when Sabine and I are on official visits abroad, we meet uh, honorary consuls. And which is very, very good, I think, as well. So many of the honorary consuls are a mock on Prevkar, are often spread out of the principal uh, city. But we've been enormously impressed by the courteous assistance and warm welcome that you've extended to us. And also, uh, as well as that, the information and, if you like, uh, the reading of the places that we're visiting that you're able to provide for us. Uh, islands network of more than a hundred honorary consuls is an extensive one. And indeed, I can say there are places where Ireland is known today, where we, before we've had formal diplomatic representation. I think, for example, of the honorary consul we had in Santiago in, in, in Chile, long before we opened uh, uh, official re relations. And also the interest that people have taken in establishing a connection with Ireland. The roles and functions that you perform are valued and varied. You'll probably be told uh, ever more about that during the day and later on this evening. But I, I just uh, think as well, sometimes when you hear the news, uh, a consular assistance is being offered. In many cases, standing behind that is the fact that someone of you has taken great, great effort and with assistance often of your own private resources uh, to reach out and deal with people who are in an extraordinary condition of vulnerability. I think that when we read sad and tragic events affecting our citizens, be they living or working or holidaying abroad, for many of those you are prim their primary means of support, assistance and reassurance at a time of great distress and anxiety, to navigate their way through what for them are often extraordinary complex processes, legal systems, and also as well as that, it's a huge variety. For example, in medical systems, medical staff, offices of law, and then the inevitable, the, the paperwork that is necessary, that has to be produced quickly and with discretion uh, to enable people uh, to travel suddenly abroad or response to a family crisis. 
I think, therefore, I don't often as ever as when I read these sentences as President of Ireland that the Department is rendering counselling assistance. <coughs> think for a second of how that is, a simp that is something simple. It is something generous. It is an act of solidarity. It is delivered with professionalism, and I thank you for it. And I think also standing behind it as well, why does a person become an honorary consul apart from interest? There is involved a wealth of compassion and commitment and expertise. And something that is extremely important, a person who has built up an awareness and expertise and a commitment that has been not offered for private aggrandizement, but has been offered for public benefit. So I think that has, I think we earned for all of you our profound thanks and gratitude, not just from those to whom you have been able to come to their assistance, uh, but from me as President of Ireland and the Irish government and the, Ari and the, and the Irish people. I think as well is that uh, when you're called to get these phone calls uh, to respond, uh, it involves not just yourselves, it involves often you leaving your companies, but very particularly leaving your families, who may be, you must, we have had, I'm very, very well aware of consular assistance rendered to people who have come back from their, the, maybe their family holiday that they may have been taking so that they could be able to be uh, of assistance. I think that uh, very often too, and it is of the nature of things, as a sociologist I say this, it is as when people feel that they are in extremists, they often are not able to recognise those who were being assistance to them. So you're meeting people often in a time of which requires, if you like, great patience and patience, and that is very, very important. I think that one of the things that is about Ireland as well, uh, Ireland uh, is not described simply in terms of its what it is in terms of geographic space, but what it is as a concept, as a people with an ancient language that you've heard me speak, but a people with an identity, an identity that has been enormously enhanced by those we are now receiving in Ireland, when we have become a country that receives people, that has the opportunity of acknowledging and welcoming the other, whereas previously we sent our people abroad. I think that this New Ireland, in a way, uh, can't ever be described abroad as something that is summarised in GNP or that's summarised in level of exports or summarised in activities that are simply economic. Uh, Ireland is something that has to stay intact conceptually, but it is something that is ever more involved, interwoven into the experiences of other countries. I think, too, I... Some of you here I, I know, not only am uh, I saying we are of great benefit to our many cases, I hope you have given our own, you have our own Department of Foreign Affairs, and indeed those that you will meet, the experiences of from where you've come. I know in New York next week I will be speaking about many things, including climate change and sustainability, but how also our heart here in Ireland has gone, on, gone out to people like the Bahamas and so many of you who represent parts of our shared vulnerable planet that are threatened by, by climate change. I mentioned these areas as well that are rather practical ones, but I've known as well, isn't it wonderful to be able to 
say that the young Ireland and the Ireland who's not so young that I meet on vis- visits abroad in relation to this establishing uh, connections in practically all of the areas of science, technology, innovation, agribusiness, aviation and all of these areas. Uh, and they will say how you have been of assistance to them, how you have introduced them to networks of influence and networks that are important uh, uh, to them. I think that the multilateral environment in which we are now uh, ever, ever uh, called upon to support. It's not a time for shrinking back between bo- behind borders. We've always been a migrant people. We have 70 million people who claim a, a, an Irish connection. But I think as well the, art, the world has been always a, 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 a migratory world. So Tommy fear and Gokrata Tajantaki is Tomin egg of Banakt and Gokrata Megar Shulakizintaoki. What I have just said in Irish, I'm so grateful. We are all indebted to you and I want to thank you for all that you have done, but also to wish you in your own lives and in your own families and in your own in your own circumstances, uh, health and happiness. I think as well what you have been able to do, this visit will enormously, I think, help it. I think the Secretary of the Department first might agree, and that is that of being able to tell you exactly what is in mind for the future of Ireland, of why this Ireland, which has the last day of, which isn't at a very good time. I, I come from a time myself where we didn't have free secondary education. Uh, where I was, in fact, actually left secondary education before free ed- secondary education in 1962 became a, a reality. But now we're in a position, in many cases, where of the 28 shortly to become 27 countries of the European Union, uh, uh, the largest number, the larger of the people between 18 and 25 of the countries of Europe, the largest number of that cohort that go on to third-level education is in Ireland. And more importantly, of those that finish their degree, it's a very high finishing proportion. Another, the largest proportion, again, in the European Union, go on to postgraduate study. And then beyond that, again, of that which is very interesting, because there are no borders to this, 17% will initially work abroad so these skills we're producing in Ireland go off to all of these countries. In fact, I looked at another figure that shows that actually 31% of those we have graduated in science, technology, and these other areas are in partaking part in economies of other countries. And therefore, all of you, in the circumstances with which you're in, is that this t- continual flow uh, is very, very important. What is here this evening for me to say is that here you are in the home of the President and the Ninth President. I want to thank you that there's nobody more entitled to be here than your good selves, because the Irishness that that I want to advance does not have borders, and it is not one that is defined by a single reality. As well as that, I hope you have the opportunity of seeing that in many, many ways where we have in fact made a great effort. The very first President of Ireland, uh, Douglas de Heathen, is somebody who was committed to the retention of Irish, our Irish language. But more importantly than two, he was committed to, if you like, Irish culture in its traditional and, and sense.
An Irish culture in its traditional sense, North and South, was always connected to a global culture. But now there are young artists, young scientists, but in the cultural area as well. It is very important, I think, as well, that I remember when I was minister 27 years ago, uh, see how important it was that in France, not only would they recognise that there was such a thing as a culture other than French culture, but also that it was important that uh, there should be the occasional uh, piece of visual art from Ireland uh, in the galleries of Paris. And uh, I think what we're really seeing is there are we can, you can with confidence after you visit know that in the area of music composition, in the area of all of the areas of the arts and culture, of poetry and writing, both of the novel and of abstract work, there is work that is first class, very world class, and now from Ireland travelling the world. But for the people who you, I know, gave many, opened many doors for those young artists and cultural workers in the different parts of the world. And I know that the cultural workers and those who have aspired in the arts would want me to thank you for that. I think it's very, very, very something else as well. The importance of that is not only for those Irish for whom it is a connection with the country from which they voluntarily or involuntarily have left. It is also something to know that life has gone on celebrating its complexity uh, in Ireland. Uh, my final words are to say, I hope uh, in, in, a t in a time when, as I said, uh, next week I hope to be, I would be in New York. It is a time for compassion. It is a time for culture, it's a time for patience, it's a time for careful language, it's a time for celebration and for joy and for respect and the intermingling of cultures. It's not a time for the raucous resile to abuse, uh, to the seeking of sectional interest, to setting one culture or belief system against another. And it is also one for recognising uh, the agony of the planet, a planet that screams out having been brought over the precipice of destruction from paradigms of connection between economy, ecology, society, uh, that has simply been wrong. And once again, we're all called, wherever we are on this planet, and particularly uh, the Irish who are innovative, to work together to bring the new paradigm of symmetry and connection between the natural world, the world of the mind and of the heart, the world of generous cultures together, and to make the country anew. So Rishis mean lumber because the goal of ni one a cockra to talk jam talk a confish a talk it on air in a toilet I so want to thank you for not only as I have said more than once all that you have done and which is so obvious and so appreciated, but also for what you will do as participants in the vision of this island in the global system in which you will be such important to allies of whoever may be the presidents and governments of Ireland. Uh, so, Burbanak, every blessing to you and everything you do. Thank you very much.